not able to live the life you need to live because of pesky issues like health, money, family, things that are killing your focus, begging you to procrastinate, or you're a helping professional in the medical, social, or correctional system dealing with people you know have potential, but you just can't seem to reach them. Or maybe you have entrepreneurial aspirations, but can't seem to maintain the drive and the direction to make it happen. I'm Rich Jones, an RN, a certified life coach and health coach. Join me for Essential Change, the podcast, where we separate the self-help and motivational BS from what you really need to know and do to actually live your best lifestyle, your essential change. Fear is a parasite. Okay, in the last episode of Essential Change, the podcast, we talked about fear and we used the analogy of fear being like a weed in a garden, a choking, choking out and stealing nutrition, water and light uh, from an otherwise healthy plant. And uh, basically associating that with how uh, it works in our lives or the lives of people that we are trying to help. So today I want to go into a little bit more about fear itself uh, and how it affects us and those we are trying to help in making essential changes and uh, that can salvage us from a painful life. Because we talk about fear, when we talk about fear, what we really want to do is continue to bring it out into the open. We want to bring it into the light and we want to make it highly visible at all times. Um, Look at the mechanical parts of fear and try to demystify it, okay? Uh, And when we look at it and we put light on it and actually look at how it affects us, it it weakens it. And that's what we really want to do is we want to weaken fear. Very difficult to totally eliminate it, but what we want to do for ourselves or people that we're trying to help is we want to definitely weaken it and take its power away. One of my main points with fear and just like a lot of things I talk about is you can't always just kill a thing that's causing you harm. But what you can do, always you can do, is you can weaken it. You can fight against it. Therefore, in every bit of energy you take from fear is a little bit of energy now you can apply to helping build a better life. Uh, But before I go any further, I want to say, remember, go to secondstarts.com. That's Second Starts, spelled with the number 2, 2-N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S dot com, where we help provide custom planning, action, and strict accountability programs that work on the principles that we like to talk about here in the podcast. Number two, I want to say happy belated birthday to my wife. Birthday was yesterday. She is one of the main inspirations of this podcast. She has a and knowledge of things that is so, so simple and yet so definite. And a lot of times, some of the principles that I use come from that very simple and and definite knowledge. So happy birthday, honey. And uh, let's move on with the podcast. So at the top of the show, I called fear a parasite. So uh, what exactly is a parasite? Well, we know a parasite is an organism that lives inside or on an organism. And that would be called its host, which would be ourselves or someone we're trying to help. And what fear does is, and any parasite does, is it benefits from deriving nutrients at the expense of others or at the expense of the host. 
Now, fear is a fear is a parasite that works in certain areas or states of mind. Uh, there's good news and bad news about that. First of all, the good news is since it's a state of mind, it is controllable. Okay, it's something that you can work on. Something we can work with. We got methods. Uh, Second starts will help you with that, but we got methods uh, that will help manipulate your states of mind. The bad news is this. These states of mind with fear have a definite tendency to become physical in nature. So these fears will not just remain in your state of mind, but they will cross that state and they will come out and they will play out into your life physically. So that's that's the bad news. Now I want to go over the six basic areas where the parasite of fear feeds on feeds on your life. And it wants you to what we'll do is we'll look at each state and we'll notice what type of damage it uh it causes in that state of mind. Now bear in mind, I'm going to list in order of most as these fears most commonly show up in people. Most people suffer from all of these fears at one time or another, and many times uh, one or two or three of these fears at one time. There are some people that suffer from all of these fears at once. So it's important that we take a look at each of these fears and kind of generalize them and put them, put them in a compartment, put them in a place. The first one is fear of poverty. It, when I talk about the fear of poverty, this is the most important fact about the fear of poverty. We have to re- understand that the road, as we call it, that leads to poverty always goes in a direct opposite direction as the road that leads to wealth. So if fear has pervasive in the mind, fear of poverty is pervasive in the mind, it will drown out and go the opposite direction uh, of the fear of wealth. So the idea that one can be scared into becoming wealthy is really not, it's not logical and it really will find most of the time doesn't, uh, doesn't lead into reality. Um, what a lot of problems we have is a lot of people don't really understand what they consider wealth. Uh, Obviously, we're not talking about just money, although money is high on the list. But what does one consider wealth? And that is something that really must be continued to be sought and understood. What is your thought about wealth? And then try to find out why your fears are driving you in the opposite direction. Uh, The fear of poverty usually shows up in definitely destroying a person's lack of um, lack of reason. It kills self-reliance. It makes one not trust oneself. It destroys enthusiasm. So when you're trying to work with someone and they can't um, seem to get into what we're trying to do, a lot of time it's a fear of, it's a fear of poverty, you know, afraid of wealth, a fear of poverty. Uh, it destroys um, certainty. And uh, it causes a lot of procrastination and ambivalence to what you are trying to do. So a lot of times when you can't, you see someone, someone who doesn't seem to want to be aggressive in the teachings and they want to lag behind. A lot of time it's a, that, that fear of poverty or fear of having uh, any type of wealth in their life that causes that. 
The second, and this one is major, also fear of criticism. Uh, it's hard to figure out exactly when the fear of criticism started to infect the minds of men. But one thing we definitely know about the criticism, its purpose is clear. Its purpose is to destroy another human being uh, and to not only destroy, but take advantage of them in some way. So we as people have an innate uh, an innate fear of being criticized because we understand from the inside out that that is destructive and someone is trying to uh, take something from you, something very, very dear to you, and they're trying to take it from you. And that's usually what the origin of criticism is. And that's really innately understood. The fear of criticism causes uh, self-consciousness, a lack of poise and confidence in personality. It destroys the self-esteem, how someone thinks about themselves. And it also causes, in some people, uh, false exaggerations, making people want to pretend they are more than they are. And when a person is pretending that they are more than they are, they cannot, simply they cannot concentrate on who or what they are. So criticism the thought of criticism is extremely, extremely destructive. Uh, the fear of poor health, and this usually shows up sometime in uh, hypochondria and things of that nature, but also mostly just uh, wanting sympathy, uh, showing up in a lack of physical, physical pride, uh, decrease in exercise, uh, self-abuse. A lot of times this is where our you know, excessive use of alcohol or any addictive substances come from just the fear of poor health. Number four, the fear of loss of love. Uh, Not just male-female love, but the affection uh, or attraction of anything. It causes jealousy. It causes suspicion. And it causes people to find fault in others in order to bring them bring them down and uh, minimize the feeling that a, of a potential loss. So the loss of love, not just, as we said, not just romantic love, but the loss of anything causes, and that's a fear that causes one to strike out and basically gets in the way of any healing or any, any positivity in one's life. Uh, number five, the fear uh, of old age. Uh, most of the time when we talk about old age, basically what we're talking about is people fearing um, the loss of possessions. They fear uh, impending poverty. They fear the potential loss of freedom and independence. And that is, it can be crippling. Um, They also feel a loss of attraction, meaning that people will start to, without the fear of old age, people become invisible. They feel like they're invisible. They feel like no one cares about them. They feel like the opposite sex. They feel like younger people are looking down on them. And that, that fear increases with the, uh, with older age. And if it's not kept in perspective, that fear can magnify. And then uh, definitely will become, uh, show itself in a physical nature. The last fear the fear of death. The fear of death is the ultimate unknown, and it can be extremely stifling. So if you're dealing with someone 
who has a fear of death. And really, age is definitely not the deciding factor on when someone will have the fear of death. We see it a lot in younger people. Uh, It manifests itself by um, not thinking about living and thus feeling as though there is no use. And it's basically a fear of death. It also shows up in the abuses uh, that we talked about, uh, drugs, alcohol, and other things. You know, a lot of times just the, the stifling fear of death itself uh, will definitely show itself in a physical nature. Now, what's important about all these fears is that they are states of mind and they are fed and given nutrients by ourselves uh, and by our actions, uh, the media that we take in, friends, family, enemies, etc., etc., etc. There's a whole list of people that want to fear want to feed your fear parasite. Not just you, it was living off you, but it's fed by everything around. So it's important, the most part is important here is that we recognize it, okay? We do not underestimate the fear, okay? When you encounter the negativity, try to associate them, play a little game and try to associate them with their category. Someone, if we can find in ourselves or someone that we are working with a fear, let's try to play that game and associate it with this and let them know, okay, well, this is a fear of this. Okay, let's bring this back to its its basic part and let's work with it from here. Let's take away some of its power. Uh, the most important thing we can do is cut the food and the nutrition to the fear, just like any parasite. You know, we want to we want to make it parasite have nothing to gain by trying to feed off us. We want to cut down everything we can do. And uh, remember that every little bit that you fight any of these fears in any of these categories, every bit of nutrition you steal from that fear you can take back and use it as a nutrient for yourself and grow and become more productive. Okay. So thank you. And until next time, this is Rich Jones for Essential Change, the podcast. Well, that's another episode of Essential Change, the podcast recorded in live. Please guys, can you help me out? Give me a rating wherever you get your podcast. So more people like you can find me, find us. And let's spread the word to change lives from day one to day 1000. You can find me on the web at secondstarts.com. That's spelled with number two, two N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S dot com. I've got a growing presence on Facebook and I'm on LinkedIn. So please come find me. Thank you for another episode of Essential Change, the podcast. This was the way to go and you put up your puppet show. I say cheers to life. No, I'll be no good man. Yeah.